Yes, sir, we promised you a great man. Oh, you just made the list! The cream of the crop! Nobody does it better! From undesirable to un-goddamn deniable! Do I have everybody's attention now? Welcome to episode two of Wrestling with Edward, starring your host, Scotty Wrestling. This episode, we are going to talk about plenty. We are going to go through the Wrestler of the Year, the predictions for Wrestle Kingdom 14, and, even better, predictions for the entire year. So, uh, just stay tuned. This should be a fun episode. Uh, sorry for being off a few weeks. Probably shouldn't have started right when the holidays were coming around. Really limited limited my time to continue week in, week in, week in and week out. But we will... Uh, go with it from here and hopefully uh we start to get more viewers week by week and we'll start with predictions we'll keep track following throughout the year this should be a fun episode and uh let's get started so wrestler of the year for me is quite simple um it's adam cole adam cole has led nxt um he really led wwe the second half of the year um he was the main he was the main dog in a big pond, to say the least. He was the NXT champion, but what he also did was he led the charge um, at Survivor Series that whole entire month. He was the leader for NXT. It was a perfect reign for, for Adam Cole all year long. And to me, he also had the match of the year with Johnny Gargano at uh, TakeOver New York, with my second favorite probably being at TakeOver uh, 25, which was a match that I was actually in the building for, and that's when he won the NXT Championship, and it was incredible. Despite me wanting Johnny Gargano to have a longer reign, it was still it was still perfect in the sense that I was happy to see Adam Cole raise the title because ever since then NXT has on has been on this new level of greatness week in and week out, and I have loved every second of it. So, um, yeah, Adam Cole, my 2019 Wrestler of the Year, all throughout wrestling. His matches were fantastic all year round. He had what I think the best second half by far. Uh, many probably had Will Ospreay or Adam Cole, and I can see why you would take Will Ospreay. Um, I know Sports Illustrated took John Moxley. Not going to agree with that much, but hey. If that's your pick, that's your pick. That's fine. But, um, yeah, I Adam Cole was my guy all year long. He was my can't-miss type guy. I watched NXT before I watched AEW every single week because of how great he was, how great NXT was, and he had a lot to do with that. Um, otherwise, yeah, that's, uh, that's all I'm really going to talk about for 2019 because, again, this is mostly a prediction show and, and with Wrestle Kingdom and for the rest of 2020. So uh, yeah, let's uh, let's let's jump into that. 
So Wrestle Kingdom 14 is upon us this weekend. And boy, oh boy, two nights, two great cards. Can't ask for much better. Uh, so we're going to go with night one first, of course, because uh, you can't get you can't really talk about night two unless you do this. So uh, I'm not going to do the pre-show matches, even though I, I do believe they'll be fun. And then there's the one dark match with uh, the stardom special match, which is great to see. Hopefully that means uh, future stardom matches maybe at the Tokyo Dome. Otherwise, um, yeah, let's let's get started. So Jushin Thunder Liger will have his second to last match of his career to lead off the Wrestle Kingdom pay-per-view. He will tag with Tatsumi Fujinami, the great Suzuki, and Tiger Mask, and he'll go against Na- oh oh boy. Naoki Sano, Shinjiro Otani, Tatsuhito Tako oh no, Takaiwa, and Taguchi. So I'm giving Liger the win here, and that's because it's his second-to-last match. He definitely deserves a win. This is a big tag team match. I remember when I first saw this, I wasn't too excited, only because I thought Liger deserved a singles match to end his career. But, hey, this is maybe what he requested. Um, I, I couldn't really tell you. But I am excited for this. He has been the centerpiece. He has been the centerpiece for a long time in New Japan, despite not being in the spotlight the past few years. But anytime Liger shows up, you know it's a special occasion. I've seen Liger live once. It was an incredible experience. Um, I mean, I would say if you can, go do it, but it's kind of tough now. Uh, he's awesome. Yeah, so I'm taking Liger's team here. I think this is a uh, rather layup for him. I mean, it's a bunch of it's a bunch of legends in one match for Liger. He probably requested this. So, yeah, I'm taking Liger first match at Wrestle Kingdom Night 1. Match number two. Uh, so, it's uh, Los Grenobles de Japón versus Suzuki Goon. Uh, it's Evil, Sonata, Shingo Takagi, and Bushi teaming up to take on Minoru Suzuki, Tai Chi, Zack Sabre Jr., and El Desperado. Um... If I'm really going here, who are they trying to build around the most? It's probably Sonata. Um, Evil's right behind him. I love Suzuki. Uh, a lot of people love Sabre Jr. He's not my necessary cup of tea, but he's awesome. He's great. Don't get me wrong. But, yeah, I'm going to go with Lel Secret Nobles de Chapone. I think uh, Sonata gets the win here for his team. Um, yeah, that's that's about it. Uh, so then we got another tag team match where it's Chaos, uh, Hiroki Goto, Tomohiro Ishii, Toru Yano and Yoshihashi going against the Bullet Club, which is Bad Luck Fale, Chase Owens, Kenta, and Yujiro Takahashi. I mean, it could go either way here. This is really, this is the match for uh, Kenta and Goto, essentially, because they will be facing off in night two for the Never Openweight Championship. However, um, I'm actually going to go with the chaos here. I believe uh, Ishii and Goto have the edge uh, for me. They get they give uh, the Bull Club the edge here. Uh, I could see Goto possibly pinning Kenta um, to give him a win and a leg up for the next night, but uh, either way, I'm going with chaos. Next up, we got the IWGP Tag Team Championship of the World. 
on the line here as the Gorillas of Destiny, the longtime champs, defend against the winners of the World Tag League, Finn Juice, a.k.a. Juice Robinson and David Finley. This could go either way. Juice Robinson has a big weekend upon him as he has two championship matches, two different championships. I'm going to go with the Gorillas of Destiny retaining here, however. And I do think that Tangaloa and Tamatanga should be holding the belts for a little longer because that is great. They deserve it. Um, they have been the main tag team for a long time. As you can tell, this this put-together tag team, for the most part, and Juice Robinson and David Finley, has the shot at Wrestle Kingdom meeting. It's been weird. It's actually weird not seeing Evil and Sonata have the shot because they have had it so many years in a row. Yes, but I am going with the Grills of Destiny to retain here. Then we got the Texas Death Match for the IWGP United States Championship. For those who don't know, this match can only be won by a 10-count knockout or submission. That is it. It will be between the champion, Lance Archer, and the man that never lost the title. You may have heard of him, John Moxley. Um, I don't know what John Moxley's contract situation is with New Japan Pro Wrestling. But either way, I'm going to actually take Lance Archer here because the next night they have to defend the title all over again. Um, and I think it's more likely that Lance Archer is going against Juice Robinson tomorrow uh, on night two, I should say. That, sh that match should be killer, though. These two are two psychos, and that's how a Texas death match should be uh, should be happening. So I'm, I'm here for it. It should be a great match. I, I can't wait. All right, and this is actually, this might be the match I'm looking forward to the most this weekend. Um, I mean, these two, the two after this is great, but this match is truly incredible. It's uh, Will Ospreay defending his IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship against the returning Hiromu Takahashi, the man who had, who broke his neck in 2017, no, no, 20, yes, 2017, I believe. Um, let me double check for that. Oh, sorry, 2018, in the summer of 2018. And he is finally back. He will go for the title he never lost. Let's see, that's a continuous thing here. And he will face, pound for pound, maybe the best wrestler in New Japan last year, Will Ospreay, who's put in, putting on a clinic, has held the title for months now. This should be... Fantastic. I don't know how... I didn't get to watch any of the tag matches that Hiromu has competed in since that were really just warm-up matches, but this should be phenomenal. I'm very much looking forward to this. I'm taking Hiromu to get his title back. Hiromu is the new... is going to be replacing Liger as the ace of that junior division. I firmly believe it. And what better way than for him than to take the title at Wrestle Kingdom 14? And then, the two big matches, which will decide the main event on night two. Jay White will face Tetsuya Naito for the IWGP Intercontinental Championship. Jay White's Intercontinental Championship. I'm taking Tetsuya Naito. I think this is, this is Naito's time. If they're ever going to pull the trigger on Naito being a top guy once again, I know he's shown as a top guy, but he hasn't been an IWGP Heavyweight Champion in... A very long time. This is his chance. He has to win the Intercontinental Championship first to even have a shot. But 
don't get me wrong. Jay White's great, the leader of Bullet Club. He's had a fantastic year. He's uh he's become I've become a real big fan of Jay White and I do like his future. Um his twenty twenty. I do think he'll have a big twenty twenty. But I also believe that this is not his night. This will be Tetsuya Naito's night. And moving on to the main event of night one, you have Kazuchika Okada, the IWGP heavyweight champion, taking on the winner of the G1 Climax, Kota Ibushi. What 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 can't you say about this match? This match is going to be phenomenal. That's a guarantee. There's never, I never have a doubt that an Okada match at Wrestle Kingdom will be phenomenal. This year, he's back in the main event. Um, and then Kota Ibushi, what can you say? He's never won the IWGP Heavyweight Championship, so this could be his first. Um, but you know what? I'm not picking him, and here's why. Kazuchika Okada, he is probably the wrestler of the decade in most eyes, and I couldn't, I really can't disagree. He was phenomenal from beginning to end. And he's taking on Ibushi, who is looking for his first heavyweight championship uh, win. But it wouldn't make sense to have him hold it for a day. Because I don't believe he will be winning tomorrow. Or, not tomorrow, night two. So I think Okada deserves that spot to be a dual champion for the first time ever. Which has never happened. I feel like it's hard to keep Okada out of that spotlight. So I believe Okada wins here. He retains his championship. He goes on to the next night to face Tetsuya Naito for the double gold in the double gold dash match where both championships are on the line. Alright. Well, on to night two. Can't really uh, say that enough. I mean, night one, you gotta follow up with night two. It's been a uh, that was a fun that was fun predictions. I mean I I don't know if I'm picking obvious ones. I just go with what I think. And let's go with night two which has um about the same matches on the card, okay. And we will kick off with Jushin Thunder Liger's retirement match, teaming with Naiko Sano, uh, Nike Nike Sano to face Ryu Lee and Hiromu Takahashi. Yes, it is a tag team match. People probably like myself would hope first singles match, but this is fine. He's facing two guys that I think he wants to pass the torch to in a sense. In uh, Ryu Lee, who's the former Dragon Lee, and Hiromu. I see Hiromu pinning Liger in this match. Clearly meaning I see him winning. But I think he should pin Liger uh, past the torch of sorts. And um, I think that's what works best here. Um, Ryu Lee and Sano, yeah, they're in the match. But I feel like it's going to be really between Hiromu and Liger. All right, so uh, on to the second match of the night where the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Championships will be defended as the Bullet Club's Taiji Ishimori and El Fantasmo defend against Rapongi 3K, Sho and Yo. They have won the Junior Tag uh, Tournament three straight years. This will be their third time doing this. Um, Ishimori and Phantasm are great, but I'm taking Rapongi 3K to win the tag team titles. And I feel like that's just, I don't, it's not a layup. It's definitely not a layup. This could go either way. But I do think Rapongi 3K takes the titles. All right, so this match should be fun. 
Um, I know a lot of people are on either way, but this is for the British Heavyweight Championship. You have Zack Sabre Jr. defending his title against Sonata. I'm going to be very brunt about this. I believe Sonata will be taking the championship from Zack Sabre Jr. as um, they have pushed Sonata to the point where he's just a step below uh, Naito, White, Okada, and uh, Ibushi, and um, Tanahashi for the most part. He is just one step below right now. He's not in the complete main event yet. But uh, I feel like he could make the step to the IWGP Intercontinental Championship uh, type of division soon. But right now, I do think a British Heavyweight Championship win over Zack Sabre Jr. could be something to watch. I believe he got the win over him at the G1. So uh, this, this could go either way, but I'm taking Sonata. Now the IWGP United States Championship, where... Someone has to defend this title against the former champion, Juice Robinson. And I see a lot online that people believe Juice Robinson could very well be the most improved wrestler of 2019. I, 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 I can't not agree. I feel like Juice Robinson has been fantastic. And I'm, I'm picking Archer to get, go to this match and uh, face Robinson, the man he faced to win the title. And I do believe that Juice Robinson's getting this title back one way or another. Uh, clearly, New Japan appreciates Juice for what he is. Which gives me the thought that he will win the title. And he will not only win the title, but he will hold it with pride. He will be the IWGP United States Champion when this uh, night two comes to an end. The Never Openweight Championship, I talked about this on night one. Kenta versus Hiroki Goto. This will be Kenta's first Wrestle Kingdom match, I believe. Uh, second, well, first singles match, I should say. Um, he will be defending the Never Openweight Championship against Goto. And Goto has said that all he cares about is beating the life out of Kenta. So, he doesn't really care about the title. I do believe that Kenta will defend this successfully. Um because maybe Goto is too focused on hurting Kenta, and that gives either Kenta a chance or Bullet Club to run in and affect the match. But I do believe Kenta is taking this one home. And then, the singles match of the losers. Um, but the losers get, by winning this, they get a championship opportunity in February. So, are you really a loser? Yes, because you don't have a shot of winning the two titles on this night. But at least you have a chance of a shot. So, I predict that this was Ibushi versus White. This will be Ibushi versus Jay White. Um, again, I do believe... I believe that Kota Ibushi will win. I believe he will win this match over Jay White. And I think Jay White doesn't need this win as much as Kota does if he loses tomorrow. I I understand the G1 winner never really wins, except for, like, last year when... Um, Tanahashi won. I I feel like they deserve more recognition though. Like if you're winning that G1, you should be winning. And I feel like if Ibushi's going to lose to Okada on night one, he should get a big win over Jay White on night two, just like he did in the finals of the G1 climax. So yeah, I'm taking Kota Ibushi, who by the way is one of my favorites to watch in all of professional wrestling. All right. On to the co-main event of the evening. 
Hiroshi Tanahashi will take on, for the first time ever, Chris Jericho, the AEW World Champion. And if Tanahashi wins this match, he will receive a shot at the AEW World Championship. Tony Khan, the owner of All Elite Wrestling, has agreed that this will happen if Tanahashi does pin Jericho in the middle of the ring. Which means... I feel like this is a now a layup. Chris Jericho will win this match. There will be no Tanahashi uh, championship match, even though we would all love that if Tanahashi got a shot maybe at, I don't, I honestly couldn't tell you when that would happen, but that would be great. Uh, so, yeah, the AEW world champion walks out with a victory. I don't think Jericho is done with New Japan by any shot. Even though this is one of his last big matches of anyone he probably wants to face, maybe he wants Kota Ibushi. He never got a chance with Liger. But, uh, so this would make him go through Kenny Omega just two years ago. Naito, evilly faced. Um, Naito again, he faced Okada at Dominion last year. Now this would be Tanahashi. So, yeah, I, uh, I think Jericho walks out as a winner here and... That's that. And finally, the biggest match of the weekend, possibly the biggest in terms of what's up for grabs in New Japan history. The IWGP Heavyweight Champion will defend the title uh, against the IWGP Intercontinental Champion, who will also be defending his title in the double gold dash match for both championships. Now, I decided that Kazuchika Okada and Tetsuya Naito will be the two defending the titles and going for it all. And I remember, was it two years ago, I firmly believed that Tetsuya Naito was going to beat Okada and win the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. That did not happen despite how over he was. So, guess what? That's who I'm picking this year. I am picking Tetsuya Naito to win the IWGP Heavyweight Championship holding both titles becoming the first ever he have finally has his moment he finally pins okada in the middle of the ring this match should be phenomenal no matter what four it is but i do believe this is the match to go with i believe this is the winner to go with and hey even though okada loses he deserves to be in this match i believe him coming out short to naito only makes it even more important for naito uh, this is this is the weekend of redemption for Naito, who had a pretty down 2019 for the most part. So this is perfect. He wins both titles. He finally gets to the back to the mountaintop. So there, there's your Wrestle Kingdom predictions from me. You, you probably, I don't know how much of an opinion you need from me, but I do think this will be a fun weekend. Uh, it will definitely be a fun weekend of wrestling this will be fantastic history will be made i cannot wait i will be watching both shows more than likely live because i live on the east coast so why would i not put myself through that pain all right so we are going to do the predictions for 2020 yes all of them from wwe to impact to new japan a little uh and AEW, of course. So we'll start off with AEW. Um, All Elite Wrestling has now been around for a year. They have, for the most part, done a great job at getting people to talk about them, even if it's not for the best. But they have 
they have established their main eventers. They've established their tag team division. They still are yet to fully establish their women's division, but in due time, I believe that their recent ads have helped them a lot, and I do think it will go a long way. However, let's talk about what I believe will happen in AEW this year. Let's start off first with a mid-card championship, much like the Intercontinental in the WWE and New Japan. I do believe that... AEW will add a mid-card title by year's end because they have so much talent in the middle that can't really compete for the title right now. I do believe having that mid-card title is important. I believe they will uh, they will introduce one, maybe tournament style. Maybe not Intercontinental necessarily. could be a television title or something else. I don't know. Maybe they follow like the TNT because they are called AEW Dynamite, their weekly TV show could be something like that. So that's prediction number one. Uh, number two, I feel like this uh, is pretty clear after this week's episode. Hangman Page will turn heel on the Elite, and he will create his own little group per se because I feel like AEW is a big fan of groups. They're kind of following the New Japan thing where everyone's in a group. Uh, I believe Hangman will make his own thing. Maybe he'll join the Inner Circle. I don't know. But I do believe Hangman will turn on his team, uh, probably Kenny Omega, who they continue to team him with, and set that match up for possibly AEW Revolution. That might be a great spot for it. All right. Um, so next week, Chris Statlander will take on Riho for the AEW Women's Championship. I am predicting that Chris Statlander walks out as the new AEW Women's Champion. People have latched to her. Don't get me wrong, people love Riho, but people have really become fans of Statlander since she debuted and uh, I think she has a bright future in AEW and I do think she becomes the woman champion, if not next week, this sometime this year. Alright. Um, what's up next? Uh, Kenny Omega will become the AEW world champion sometime this year, but that will not be until after John Moxley becomes the AEW World Champion at AEW Revolution as he takes out Chris Jericho. I do believe that John Moxley's popularity is something to not sleep on. He has been fantastic since joining AEW. He has been completely opposite of what he was in WWE. So why not have him be crowned as your AEW Champion? And you could build off the story between Moxley and Omega down the line. Not at first, but down the line where Omega can maybe close the year out as the new AEW champion. But I do think both of them do hold that championship gold and will probably be the only two other champions besides Chris Jericho this year. All right. Um, and my final prediction for AEW will be Brian Cage joining a all elite wrestling uh they for what AEW has is definitely they have plenty of skill on their side they have people that can fly through the air do things that make you say holy shit but what they do not have is a big huge presence that dominates um at least on the men's side i mean the women's side they have nyla rose they have awesome kong if they ever want to use her but when it comes to the men's side not really. I mean, I guess Wardlow you could consider big, but not really. Um, I think Brian Cage, yes, the former Impact World Champion, will 
move from Impact to AEW and become one of their next big stars. He will be undefeated. He will be a monster. Um, the Machine, Brian Cage, will join AEW in 2020 and become one of their top main event stars. All right, so that's uh, that's what I got for AEW. Um, I'm going to do one impact thing real quick, um, and this is rather simple, but I feel like I need to say it. Tessa Blanchard will become the world champion at Hard to Kill. And if she doesn't become world champion, then she will become it eventually. But I think Hard to Kill is where she, they crown Tessa Blanchard as the world champion of Impact. She has done everything in her power to put them back on the map along with others. But she has been the face of this company. She is the face of this company. You put the world title on her. You can continue Sammy Callahan and her for maybe another month or so. But it's time to crown her as the world champion. And finally, oh, we're going to do one New Japan prediction. Um, I did want to say that I do believe Kota Ibushi will become the IWGP heavyweight champion by year's end. Otherwise, um, a lot of my predictions were set in Wrestle Kingdom 14 predictions, so if you didn't miss, didn't really hear those, you can go back and listen. But here comes the WWE. I, and this includes NXT as well. There's a lot of talent in that company that haven't touched uh, world championship gold. This past year was um, an up and down year. Uh, the beginning of the year was very hot for them. It was great uh, leading up to WrestleMania. I enjoyed every single minute, really, from the Kofi stuff to the Becky Ronda stuff. That was all great. Now they get this type of reset every year where... You get on the road to WrestleMania, starting with the Royal Rumble, and that's where our predictions are going to start. If you follow me on Twitter, at Scotty, I believe it's at Scotty Wrestling, as in W-R-A-S-S-L-I-N. If you follow me there, yes, that is what it is, so you should go follow me there if you haven't. You've seen some of my ideas, um, but I'm going to jump in right now, and what we're talking about is... The fact that there's so much talent, and if you got a feeling from what this year saw, it was the fact that, or I should say the end of the year, you have an idea of the ways they're going. And I'm going to start off with Alistair Black. I believe that in 2020, Aleister Black will become a WWE champion on Monday Night Raw. He has yet to lose. And to be fair, 2019 was essentially a lost year after WrestleMania. He kind of just disappeared. He sat in a black room, wanted someone to pick a fight with him, got hurt. There was a whole lot missed there. Um, but before that, but he hasn't lost on the main roster, at least as a single star yet. They kind of revamped him after WrestleMania because he was teaming with Ricochet for a while there. Um, so I do believe that Aleister Black will become a WWE champion this year. Um, but we're gonna. St uh, I wanted to start with him, and now I go to the Royal Rumble. Like I said, uh, the Royal Rumble is my favorite event every single year. The 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 fun of all 30 contestants in both the men's and women's 
going in there, having a shot at going to WrestleMania is great. But the possibility of surprise is even better, and that's what I love the most. So, who's going to win the Royal Rumbles this year? I believe on the men's side, it is and should be Roman Reigns. And I can probably see people shutting off my show now, if they haven't already, thinking, why would you pick Roman Reigns? Roman Reigns has been underutilized for the most part since his return from sickness uh, just just um, last year. Underutilized to the point where he's really just been feuding with Baron Corbin right now, and that's not really that great for anyone, um, including us. I do believe Roman Reigns will win the Royal Rumble, go on to the WrestleMania main event against The Fiend Bray Wyatt for the Universal Championship. On the woman's side, this is where we can get a little fun. Um, there's two names, really, that come to my mind, and I have to pick one, but they're, I feel like these are the two, maybe the biggest choices. I'm going to go with Shayna Baszler as the Royal, the Women's Royal Rumble winner for 2020. I believe that she will go on to WrestleMania to face Becky Lynch, the woman who attacked her selfishly, Man, after the Survivor Series match, um, I believe that's the way we will go down. I feel like that should happen, um, but I would if there's only one person I'd prefer, it would be Ronda Rousey winning that Royal Rumble. I don't know if she will be coming back. She has been kind of um, very quiet recently. There hasn't been much like posting or anything. She's very quiet, so I do believe that we will get. Shayna Baszler versus Becky Lynch at WrestleMania, where Shayna Baszler will dethrone Becky Lynch as Women's Champion after a year-long reign. Alright, so, that's the Royal Rumble. So what do we go after the Royal Rumble? We go to WrestleMania, baby. Where we will see Brock Lesnar defend the championship against, I really hope it's not Cain Velasquez or Tyson Fury, um, after what they did on Raw this week and last week, whether they turned Samoa Joe into a good guy, maybe they pull that trigger. I'd love for them to pull that trigger. Could it be Kevin Owens? Maybe. I, I don't know. Could it be a continued story of Rey Mysterio or Cain Velasquez? Like I said, with Cain Velasquez, I don't want that, but it's very possible. Um, I don't really have a prediction for Brock. I don't... Eh. He, he holds Raw accountable. He's holding them hostage until he loses that title. But what I do have for WrestleMania is that John Cena will have a match on the WrestleMania card against two. Haven't really figured that out yet. Maybe it's an NXT star. Maybe it's someone like Aleister Black or Samoa Joe or someone like that. A big match, a big caliber match. I do believe that John Cena will have a match on the WrestleMania card. Um, moving on to, I really only have, pre uh, predictions for Money in the Bank otherwise, and for Money in the Bank, I see, for the men's side, Drew McIntyre walking out with the briefcase, I think it's, it's his time to shine, he will be a WWE champion, or a universal champion by year's end, I don't know how their drafting will go, he will be a world champion by year's end, it's the only right thing to do, he needs to be world champion, they're wasting time, I believe, what he's doing at the end of the year is he's getting on this hot streak that will knock 
not be stopped. I don't think he's going to win the Royal Rumble. I don't think he will have a world title shot. But maybe down the line, he that's how you beat Aleister Black. If Aleister Black has the title, you have Drew McIntyre cash in on him. I don't know, but I do believe Drew McIntyre will win the Money in the Bank this year and go on to cash in and become a world champion. And, of course, on the women's side, this is a little longer of a thing. So they're, they're teasing dissension in the Mandy Rose, Sonya Deville team, the Fire and Desire team. I do believe that one of these two will be winning the Money in the Bank. It will actually be Mandy Rose winning that, but it will be Sonya Deville be the one that gets screwed over. I believe Sonya Deville has all the potential in the world to be the perfect baby face. I feel like people want to love her and they just need to give her the chance. And on the other side, I believe Mandy has all what it takes to be the perfect snotty heel that she has shown at times. And I believe she will win the money in the bank. I believe both women have a chance to be women's champion um, this year. But yes, I am picking Mandy to win that because heels are better as money in the bank. But watch Sonya Deville this year. I do believe she becomes the baby face that she should become with and these two will probably have a nice little rivalry in the middle of the year. On to NXT. Um, so, actually, before <laughs> I, I misspoke. Before NXT, let's do one more thing. The Revival will leave the WWE and go to AEW, possibly NWA a little, and... They will be free. They will put on some tag team classics this year, but they will finally free themselves from the WWE. Okay, now we'll move on to NXT. NXT was the place to be in 2019, and I don't think that will really change in 2020. They have they will be on the USA Network. People will be called up, of course. Re- but here's their champions going into the year. They got Adam Cole as the NXT World Champion. They got Rhea Ripley as the Women's Champion. Um, you got the Undisputed Era's Tag Team Champions, of course, and then Roderick Strong as the North American Champion. I do think all of the Undisputed Era will lose their gold by, at the latest, the SummerSlam TakeOver. Like, uh, oh, it'll be SummerSlam Boston. So, uh, TakeOver Boston. Um, I believe they'll all lose it by them. But, that, so that's my first prediction. Uh, otherwise, I do think that the entire Undisputed Era will be called up to the main roster by year's end. I believe that goes hand in hand. I believe that Keith Lee will win the NXT Championship. Not Tommaso Ciampa, but instead Keith Lee, which will lead Tommaso Ciampa back down the heel path, possibly to get him back on top with a Keith Lee Tommaso Ciampa rivalry down the line. All right, um, for the North American Championship, I do believe that Dominic Dijakovic will win the NXT North American Championship. Um, I don't know if that will be from Roderick Strong or not, but that's where I'm going. I believe he will be a North American Champion by the year's end. Um, And then on the women's side, the most stacked women's division in professional wrestling today that's not in Japan because that doesn't count for this this, uh, conversation. Um, I'm taking, so Rhea Ripley, I believe will have a strong reign, but she will not end the year as champion. I believe that Bianca Belair will be the one to 
upset Rhea Ripley at one point this year to become the NXT Women's Champion, a spot that she has been destined for for a very long time, and I firmly believe she will flourish in when the time comes. So, that was it. That was my 2020 predictions for the new year. I hope everyone had a happy new year. This is uh, this will be the this this is the culmination of episode two. I had a good time doing this one a little shorter than last time. I could have talked about everything that happened this week, but uh, the holidays really delayed that. We will get back on that wagon next week, as well as a lot of decade talk next week. Um, we may have a guest to talk about that, especially the past decade of NXT, which has been excellent. Um, otherwise. I'm I'm Scotty Wrestling. You can follow me at Scotty Wrestling on Twitter, or you can also follow my uh, my writing on a weekly basis at LastWordOnProWrestling.com. Uh, you can just uh, type in Scott Edwards; a bunch of my stuff will come up. Um, look forward. I look forward to my special New Japan Primer for the uh, four men heading for the. All the gold, as I like to say. And otherwise, this was a great episode, and I will see you next week. Happy holidays. Happy holidays.